This episode of the Second Floor Podcast is brought to you by Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This episode of the Second Floor Podcast is brought to you by Taproot Edmonton, which is on a mission to inform you about your city. Want to get a handle on Edmonton's growing innovation scene? Take a listen to Bloom, Taproot's newest podcast. Each week, hosts Emily Randall Watson and Faiza Ranji will discuss the latest developments in efforts to solve new problems and diversify the economy. Find out who's investing in what, who's investing in whom, and what's on the horizon. Find Bloom wherever you listen to podcasts or visit bloom.taprootedmonton.ca. All right, welcome back. It's your co-host, Kenny, with Omid on the Full Switch series on the Universal Radio Network. We appreciate everybody tuning in, kick-starting your weekend on the right foot with us. I'm excited for us to now take some time to recognize that it is Edmonton Design Week, baby. You know, we've got all sorts of architectures. I know it's architectures. What am I saying? We've got all sorts of architects, designers, home builders, realtors. The list goes on. Artists. I can hardly talk today. Sorry, English is my second language now since I'm back from Portugal. (laughs) But uh, no, what I'm trying to get at everyone is, you know, it's a beautiful week to be in the space of design this week. You know, us coming back where events are finally prominent in the city of Edmonton. It's our first fall where we're starting to see a lot of this come back in the city. And I had the fortunate opportunity to connect with the one and only Nevin and I know Nevin um, actually through Instagram originally and through our creative director. Uh, you could find Nevin on fab.hab, and that's F-A-B dot H-A-B. And she's someone that is uh, known in the space of um, development, known in the space of residential development, and she actually is uh, a partner of Alaire Homes. And, oh, it was so awesome. When you hear this interview, you're going to hear and be so inspired by how that even came about. Um, She's someone that was able to host an event that I went to yesterday. Uh, It was pretty exciting to check it out personally myself. And I got to see so many, like, different people in the design space speak about um, the impact that they're personally making and talking about, um, you know, what it is that they do to bring more attention to design. Uh, There was one person up on stage that quite brilliantly uh, brought on the concept of activating the vagus nerve. And that is something that allows people to um, have their um, central nervous system, um, you know, be activated, specifically their parasympathetic. And it allows people to um, pretty much be in a state of um, rest and digest. You know, usually we're in this state of, you know, fight or flight, we're, we're, we're always on the go, we have high energy. And she was talking about the concept of in the space of design, believe it or not, when you have, you know, more greenery, when you have more nature, when you are surrounded around water, when you have certain elements that are brought into a space, how much more does that allow you to be happy, to be genuinely comfortable in the space that you're in. And it was really unique to see studies that were done in uh, certain hospitals like in Singapore, where they're bringing about uh, a lot of greenery, uh, you know, a lot of um, trees and plants 
in hospitals to make people actually feel better. Um, there was a study also done where in a jail, all they did is put up a projector of nature and it was talking about, you know, certain scientists were bringing about how it's calmed down prisoners. It's actually made them feel, um, you know, a lot less frantic. So anyway, I could go on about that. It was just, in my opinion, guys, super cool to go to a design week event of this nature and learn about the study of, you know, how you could psychologically be happier in the environment in which you're in and how it's designed. Super cool stuff. Uh, we're going to hear from um, Navin herself. She was part uh, of organizing this event. And I'm, without further ado, going to share my really awesome 10-minute interview that I did with her. Check it out. Great stories are timeless. To be a great storyteller, one must bridge the gap between an alluring narrative and the audience, to pull with the heartstrings, and to shape the imagination. At Q Films Media, we're more than just a media production agency. We are a powerhouse of creative individuals, content creators, who specialize in telling great stories. Stories that are intimate and kept closest to the heart. Stories that are powerful and inspiring, that spark boldness and action. We are Q Films Media. We're here to tell your story. We are always unseen. All right, so um, we are here at Studio 96. It's your co-host Kenny here with Navin. Really great to see you, Navin. I've heard a lot of great things about you as well as, you know, this event that you're a part of hosting here. I'd love for you to personally share on the Universal Radio Network on our Full Switch program exactly, you know, what it is that we're here to see today and uh, exactly what's happening for all the audiences that are here in attendance. Hi, everyone. It's Navin here. I'm so happy to be on the show. Um, so I'm here hosting the Pecha Kucha Night tonight it's for Edmonton Design Week. Um, I know probably a lot of people are wondering what Pecha Kucha actually is. So Pecha Kucha is a concept for a presentation. Um, it's 20 slides with 20 seconds per slide for a total of six minutes and four 40 seconds of presentation. Now, why this is a great concept is because you just get enough of a kernel of information that you're not diving too, too, too deep, but you get enough of that particular subject matter to kind of keep people's interest going, but you still get, I, I guess, an overall idea of what, um, you know, a certain concept of design for in, in our instance, but, you know, they're all over the world for different, uh, different uh, subjects. So, yeah, it's a really cool concept. This concept is something that I feel like we need in every single educational institution, given people's attention spans nowadays in 2022. <laughs> That's a very good point, right? Very good point. Yeah. Actually, Edmonton does have, um, It's we're in collaboration with NextGen Edmonton. So they do have a Pecha Kucha Night. It's a series. So you can probably find it on Eventbrite. We're specifically doing this one for Edmonton Design Week. So it's all design focused, which is awesome and amazing to actually have Design Week back again after after so many years. So That is awesome. And this is something that you are personally in the space of as well you know you are from the research I've done <laughs> I noticed that you have a really unique blend of engineering and interior design and that's 
why it makes it's a no-brainer clearly as to why you know you're here hosting the event but why don't you share with us a little bit uh Navin of, of why you're in the design space and, and why it's so important to you to have you know made a career out of it yeah. and uh what it is that you're doing to in a way switch things up in the industry that's a big thing yeah. we talk about yeah. where yeah. you know we, we bring on leaders who yeah. are, are just doing things very uniquely yeah. and are clearly getting the recognition yeah. they deserve yeah. so tell us a little bit about first of all you know why you're in the design space and what impact you're making in it well that's very kind of you to say thank you um yeah i'll give you a little bit of background i have a pretty interesting um history i guess so i actually have a civil engineering degree from the u of a um so i worked in civil engineering for probably about um about four years and then we decided to have kids so we have two young kids um mira and nikhil are 11 and 8 and um so after a couple of, i worked for a couple of years part-time i was very very fortunate i worked with epcor water and they let me work part-time which is pretty rare in engineering it was at the time i know it's different world now uh but you know maybe things would have been different you know i believe everything happens for a reason and i think i was meant to go down this path but so I decided to pull back. I left work, um, stayed at home with the kids for a number of years, but then also realized really quickly that, um, you know, you're used to operating at a certain level. It's difficult to stay at home. Um, so I, I needed something else. I needed something more. So I just decided to do something that I loved. I always loved architecture. Um, and then I was like, well, that's going to be, you know, a little bit more of an undertaking if I start studying architecture. So I was like, why don't I try interior design? I've always loved interior design. So I actually just did an online course. And literally, this is like the funniest story ever. I started an Instagram page and I got business cards made. Fab Hab. Yeah, Fab Hab. Yes. That's how my entire company got started. And sidetrack, but what does that stand for? Oh, fabulous habitats. <laughs> I was like, Nubbin Fab Hab. I was like, is your name yeah, in this it's somewhere? Not, it's not Nubbin Sidhu Interior Design. What's going on, right? Yeah, no, it's Fab Hab is fabulous habitats. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of how I started Fab Hab. And then honestly, I was just really lucky. I had some friends reach out, just kind of got the ball rolling, did a couple of small projects. And I was really, really fortunate to just be able to grow at a time that I felt like Edmonton was also growing. If you look at interior design in the city about like 10, 15 years ago, it's very different now. Um, it there's, it's, it's blown up in the city and we're really, really lucky to have events like this, like Edmonton Design Week, you know, to kind of help pushing that, help push that envelope further. But um, I feel, yeah, so sorry, back to my, uh, my Fab Hub story. So I, I, uh, so I started my company, Fab Hub. Um, I worked in, I, I, Hey, Robert. Sorry. I just had to say hi to a friend. She's very famous here. <laughs> You're distracting. Um, sorry. So it's, yeah. So I, so I worked in FabHub for a number of years. Um, I, and, you know, I still have my company, but um, I recently got approached uh, about, what is it? About, it's honestly been about a year and a half now um, by Alaire Homes, where I am now a partner in the Edmonton office. So it's amazing. Alaire Homes is a builder. Um, uh, a pretty actually big builder um, in actually across North America. So it's been a wonderful opportunity. Um, I'm incredibly grateful. It's great because it's kind of like the marriage of two worlds for me because I'm still doing the project management side. I'm managing in a leadership position, managing an office, um, but also fortunate enough to still do the design side, but then also the civil engineering side. So awesome. I'm really lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you get to take everything that you've learned and built up into this point and have a very reputable company in the space you're in. Well, thank you. Like that's vouch for you yeah. and be like, hey, like we, we want you to lead the way with us. That's yeah, awesome. That's a, that's really nice. Thank you very much for saying that. Um, I appreciate it. It's been a ride. It's been a journey. Um, I love sharing the story, especially with young females, because I think that it's, um, you know, especially if you're if you're East Indian, you know, you do, you know, your doctor, engineer, lawyer, you know, a lot of a lot of us go down that road. Um, 
And there's other things you can do with that after. You know, they're great platforms, but you can use them as a springboard to do other things. Um, yeah. And I, lo- I love my engineering education. I tell everybody to go into engineering. Yes. Right. It's funny how when you're so passionate about something, you're like, everyone needs to do this. It's a great, it's a great field. U of A is amazing, right? So yeah, so I've been really lucky. Um, I think overall, just Edmonton Design Week is a great platform. I think, um, you know, just to push design in Edmonton a little bit further. A lot of the big cities, a lot of people ask me how I got involved. It's um, I actually got involved probably 2017, I think was the inaugural year. Um, it was through the city of Edmonton at the time. They had a department um, called the EEDC. And so that's kind of when I got brought on. So it was kind of the inaugural year and it was super cool. We had a bunch of installations throughout the city. Um, and then unfortunately it kind of fell by the wayside a little bit. And then COVID happened, of course, you know, the, the that COVID story. And then, um, this year, sorry, last year they tried to bring it back. Um, it was a little bit smaller. This year, and then still there's a little bit of fear, like we might not be able to actually go through with these events. This year we were actually kind of able to get it off the ground, similar to how it was in 2018. So it's been um, it's been great. It's it's all volunteer led. It's um, you know we're all here. It's you know grassroots. We're all here just kind of trying to not for profit. We're all here just trying to make Edmonton better. And it's great to see so many people really come together to support this initiative. That's fantastic, Navin. And it just goes to show events like these are what really allow people to come back and be inspired to have newer ideas and just be able to do things that are going to, you know, create new possible trends, right? And my last mic drop of a question for you would be, you know, in the fashion industry, a lot of people say, oh, like, what's trendy? What's what's fashionable right now? Yeah. I'm curious to know if there yeah. is anything that's trendy in the design space for oh, homes right now. And if you're question. noticing anything, yeah. and it's, it's, it's a big question yeah. to ask, but yeah. maybe if you're noticing like the way someone's living room spaces or the overall home in its entirety or the kitchen itself is there anything that you'd like to share to our audience where it's like hey like pay attention to this way of designing because it's popular and when people start thinking of homes as investments these are some things that people are wanting to consider when it comes to eventually flipping their properties right yeah that's a great question so okay so number one a huge push especially in our homes um alaire homes uh i feel do you feel like we're leading the charge in the industry for this um is net zero Uh, We have so many amazing projects on the go right now where net zero is the goal. Um, And if not net zero, just environmentally sustainable. What's net zero, sorry? Net zero is when you are pulling the same amount off the grid as as you're giving back, basically. It's energy. It's a zero energy equation, Mm -hmm. basically. And sometimes you can actually sell back, but we won't go there. But yeah. There you go. So... Yeah, so that's that's one of our biggest um, biggest. Tre- I don't even want to call it a trend because I don't think it's here to stay. Like this is the future, right? Yeah. You're investing in the future, um, and then electric vehicles. So again, sort of similar in that same vein. The reason I bring that up is because we're putting outlets in a lot of garages for electric vehicles. Mm, installing them in, yeah, right? Yeah, which Brilliant. is amazing. Like five years ago, you didn't see that, right? And you, you avoid that, let's say, God knows how much it costs, but like the 15, 20K installment fee when it comes After to... After fact, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's insane. Um, and then, yeah, my background is actually, so I'm a civil engineer, but I did environmental. I specialized in the environment. So that's kind of my, you know, it's very near and dear to my yes. heart. So it's like, yeah, that's a big thing. Um, I'd say um, even just sourcing more sustainable materials like throughout homes um in terms of uh actual trends for like colors and things you know white kitchens are eternal we are seeing a little bit of uh trend moving to more to warmer colors we're out of the grays yahoo uh beige sort of warm really warm earthy organic tones i do feel like some of that ties into covid um people using their homes as more of an oasis space you know you're working from your home it has to have a certain vibe um and just yeah so i think that that sort of organic feel is definitely coming back a lot so yeah that's kind of a 
those are kind of some of the trends. A lot of timber frame stuff going on. Yeah. That is super cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? I know we have an event to go to right now, but I'm sure the audience is super eager after hearing all this information <laughs> where they can follow you, where they can perhaps continuously follow your journey. Yeah, you guys can head over to fabhab.ca. That's my uh, my website. And then I've got... Um, or yeah, you can follow me on Instagram too. It's just at fab.hab um, or alairhomes.com. There it is. Well, you know what? I'm going to have to get the audience to see if uh, they want to hear more of Nubbin and have her on our show. <laughs> I'm going to have to get her permission for that. But I was telling Nubbin before we actually went on that, you know, we typically talk to a guest for upwards of an hour. And, you know, as you can see, we get excited with yeah, some of the yeah. conversations we have, right? So I appreciate your time, Nubbin. We really look forward to coming in and checking out the event. And uh, for anyone else listening, follow fab.hab on Instagram to follow the journey. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. This episode of the Second Floor Podcast is brought to you by the Edmonton Community Foundation. The foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong, vibrant community for generations to come. You can start an endowment fund with yourself or with a group. Once it reaches $10,000, it can start distributing funds. Vital Signs is an annual checkup conducted by Edmonton Community Foundation in partnership with Edmonton Social Planning Council to measure how the community is doing. This year's focus is on making ends meet in Edmonton. Learn more at ecfoundation.org.